1: John's back, drop and brought back. Throws an marching pass upfield. Lady Townfield gathers it in on a dead run and races all
2: the way to score for Los Angeles. A 72-yard touchdown play. And first down inside his own five from his own end zone. Sacked and a safety on Rudolph. Aaron Donald and Clay Matthews got to
0: him. Inspired by the presence of Captain Jack Youngblood playing in pain with his broken leg. A savage grand defense. They hand it to Steven. Great jump cut. 45 seconds. a whole burst through it. 20. He's got to tackle. Runs left. 25. Still feet.
3: 46-yard goal by number 39. Running back,
2: number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker, a high school quarterback. He's going to throw. The fake is on it. He's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones needs the tackle. And the Rams have won the
0: Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart.
4: Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Apollo. No mic tonight, but I have Steve Ribeiro and the man, the myth, the legend, coming back from a long time coming. But we always gotta have him here for draft day. Norm Hightower, gentlemen, I'll start with Steve. How you doing?
1: Doing good, man. Ready for the draft, even though uh, Lord knows when we're gonna pick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, ha- excited to be back on with you guys. I don't think this crew has done a pod in like a
4: long time. I-, I could think about that, Norm. If you could dig deep into the depths of your brain, what was the last time the three of us on a pod at the same time?
2: Over two years.
3: I think so. I think I think it was one of the uh, off-season grades. We did the off-season grades one year. Sorry, the season grades one year. The three of us were on. Yeah, I think that's what it was. How like, can we don't do it anymore? We didn't do it
4: this year. I wonder why. I don't know. It is draft night, though, guys. The yeah, no. did it,
1: Derek. but kids did
4: it. Yeah, okay, fine. You guys did it. <laughs> the whole staff doing it, though. We didn't do it.
3: Norm, what's going on? It's been a while. I'm on vacation. Can't complain. Vacation. You mentioned a lake house.
2: Yeah, I'm on a lake house at Lake Hartwell in South Carolina. Fishing and relaxing, and you know, some people got it made, and I guess I do.
4: Um, That's yeah. delightful. Delightful. And Steve, you're still working at home. You're Hilton, right? So you're living the dream.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it's been uh, over a year now that I've been I've been working from home. So it's pretty crazy. In like two or three months, I'll have been working at my current job longer remote than I was from the office. Uh, but At some point this year, we'll probably go
2: back. This year, probably. Time, Steve, but you still sound like you're 15. (laughs) Hey, man, I'm 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 about closer to
1: 40 than I am 15 at this point. Oh my gosh! You got hair growing on your face yet?
4: (laughs) Oh my gosh!
1: Uh, Hey, (laughs) I'll take it. Shots fired. I've been here for a while. I think when I wrote my first Ramsalk article, I couldn't drink.
4: So it's been a long time. Dude, were you like eighteen? <laughs> were you eighteen when you wrote your first article?
1: Uh, I I don't think I was I'm nineteen, youngest, probably twenty.
4: So my um, gosh! I, don't
1: so, if I was a freshman or sophomore in high school when I started, or college college when I started.
4: My gosh! It, it, and you well, it's good to hear from you, Steve.
1: Always, Norm. Always glad <laughs> to hear you, buddy. All
4: right, so we're, we are the draft is up in Cleveland. I I'm wondering how I let this one slip past me. I didn't make it, but. The drafts in Cleveland, they, for some reason, it's like 8-10 and they haven't started yet, even though the drafts to start at 8 o'clock. That's kind of annoying. But right now, believe it or not, the news isn't the draft. Breaking news just within the last couple hours, Adam Schefter from ESPN reports that Aaron Rodgers, you know that Hall of Famer from the, the Packers, doesn't want to be a Packer anymore. Oh no doesn't want to be there. And... More news comes out, and the reports coming out is the Rams had attempted to trade for him as well. They they had talks with the Packers about it before the Stafford trade. One, I'll start with Norm. Does that even shock you at this point?
2: No, I think the the Rams talking to him was old news. Um, I think hmm. that was that was let go a while back. But I'm not surprised to hear about it now. Uh, I I don't think. You know, the teams that he wants to go to, he said, are West Coast teams, 49ers, Raiders, or Broncos. And right now, really, the only team that can really afford him is the Broncos. So if I see something happen with Rodgers, I think it's probably going to be Denver.
4: Steve, your thoughts?
1: Yeah, it definitely was news. Uh, the Rams haven't previously reported, but they just shut it down. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think he gets traded tonight um i think if he does it's gonna be in a couple weeks because i think they're really trying to hold on him as long as they can i but i don't know you could get a king's ransom for a quarterback in his late 30s that doesn't want to be there i mean i know you love him he's a very valuable part of your team but at the same time man it's aaron Rodgers. if he wants to leave like do right by the guy he's done so much for your franchise and i also want to say this like i saw some people clowning the 49ers for offering that trade for aaron Rodgers, like a couple hours before this news actually broke, and I don't know if the rumors, like, the rumors that the 49ers actually called the Packers and tried to trade for Aaron Rodgers is disputed, but, like, for the people clowning them for it, what do you want them to do? Should they not try and trade for Aaron Rodgers? Like, I don't care that the Rams got Matthew Stafford. I wouldn't be upset if they tried to trade for Aaron Rodgers today. It's Aaron fucking Rodgers, man. Like, <laughs> he, he doesn't come on the market very often. Uh, I don't blame anyone for... Calling
3: up Green Bay and trying. I mean, I I don't know, man. I don't. <sighs> the 49ers, has, they're so
4: weird on quarterbacks. I'm not even sure what to even say about with them. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the 49ers, I mean, if they crash and burn on any kind of trade, I'm happy. But the one, you know, there's two things I'm not hoping for. I'm hoping the tra- the draft, it is not end today with. Aaron Rodgers a 49er, and I'm hoping that, uh, I got to be honest, my boy from Ohio State, Justin Fields, is not in a 49ers uniform, or a Patriots uniform, for that matter. Those are the things I'm hoping for today. That's what I'm hoping for. Now, of course, because I seem to be cursed when it comes to this stuff, that's exactly what's going to happen. One of them will. But, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm she's. I'm still kind of caught off guard by the news breaking right before the draft, to be honest. I'm still a little speechless. Well, the
2: last, the last time the Broncos made a move for an old quarterback, it worked out for them with Peyton Manning, so I wouldn't put it past them.
1: Any team, man. There, there's like, if you're a team that has a chance of winning this year, you know, unless you have one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, you should poke around. Aaron Rodgers, it's not every day you can make an offer for Aaron Rodgers.
4: Like, he's that good, he's worth it. I agree. If you can, if you can get him there. But, you know, what we learned with him and, you know, his the previous staff there, you know, that he needs to have, he he needs somebody who's going to challenge him mentally. He needs somebody who's going to really kind of raise the bar with him. And that's kind of why I'm surprised that now he's flipping out and wanting to lead because Matt LaFleur came in there, they formed a system together, and they seem to do just fine. And Right away, that relationship also with the franchise just goes to crap. Now, ESPN saying that, hey, it's, it's over a, co- a long-term contract. What kind of contract are you talking about? Like, the guy's 37 years old. He just finished the first year of a four-year deal. Did he just not like that four-year deal? Wanted more? Wanted... I'm still trying to gather all the information on what it, what's the actual problem here. But
2: Well, they asked, they asked him to restructure his contract, which they can do without even asking it. But they just reduced contracts. Well, they, they just asked him to restructure it again, and he refused. And then they drafted that kid last year. And so, you know, it's kind of like a Brett Favre deja vu kind of thing going on. You know, they're, they're wanting him to restructure his contract. They don't have to get his permission to do it. They can do it. But they asked him anyways, and it's, it's quite frankly, it pissed him off. So we'll see when you're Aaron, you know, like, like what Steve said, when you're Aaron fricking Rodgers, you can kind of <laughs> do what you want.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't blame him at all because like, like you said, they traded up last year to draft a backup quarterback in the first round. Like, it's not like he was 41. I uh, you know he's in his late thirties, but he's still playing his ass off. And it's also like, Jordan Love was not the prospect that like, say Aaron Rodgers was when they drafted Brett Favre or when they had Brett Favre and they drafted Aaron Rodgers, you know, and Aaron Rodgers fell into their lap that year. They didn't trade up for him or anything. So it's kind of like you have Aaron Rodgers, you have players that are built to compete now and you draft a backup quarterback in the first round and like you're still committed to Aaron Rodgers. I believe that they're committed to him, but it's like, why, why would you bother? Why not get somebody that can help you out? Why not trade that pick for an established player that can help you out if, if you don't want any other prospects there it's just like it's bizarre they've handled the last year or so so bizarre and i i don't blame rogers for it it's weird that he's doing it now because they almost went to the super bowl last year but something must have soured
4: i think it's been brewing for a long time coming but i do find it a little bit disconcerting that this news basically leaked a couple hours before the draft like what's the what was the whole purpose behind that? Are you trying to were they trying to force a trade today? Were they trying to you know what were they really trying to do? That's what I'm curious about. What was the end end game for that? And I, I'm What I've I'm seeing happening Ben, is that forty
1: ers report Lee, and. And then maybe people like Schefter started poking around and they were like, is, that, is this report true? And somebody might have been like, no, but uh, he's been asking
4: for a trade. Yeah, point.
1: So you never know. It, I, I don't know. It's a very bizarre time, you're right.
4: Well, that's coming off the heels of the reports that Jimmy Garoppolo was, you know, negotiating a contract with the Patriots. They're working on a deal to send him back over there. I mean, that was what yesterday, when that was kind of leaking around.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I still don't get it. I, I, I don't think he's that great.
4: Well, I mean, you talk to a nine er fan, podcaster, they'll tell you the same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Billy loves him, though. I, 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 if he's going to get traded this year, New England does seem like the likely destination, although we'll see what happens
4: tonight. You know, if, if they take Justin Fields, then guess what? You know,
3: Norm? Any closing cool. thoughts on well, this? If you were Garoppolo, would you, you want to go back to New England? No, I wouldn't,
2: especially now. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I think they leaked the news just to see how serious people would be to give them, you know, what, what, what they were willing to mm. give them, you know, what, what is your, what is your top offer? Because he's, he's saying he wants traded now and it's two hours till the draft. So you guys better step it up. That's kind of what I feel like.
3: Good point. Well, He's, he's he's asking for a trade he wants out. What's your best offer? Send our way. Even though they said we have no intentions of trading today. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's, it's, it'll it, take a little bit.
2: I think that the Broncos are the team that can afford them, the team that would be willing to give up a first round pick, because obviously, when they don't take a Hall of Fame quarterback, they don't seem to do very well. <laughs> so. You know, they did it with right. Peyton Manning, and they went and won a Super Bowl. Now they got a chance to maybe go after Aaron Rodgers and try to win another Super Bowl. So, to me, if anything's going to happen tonight, it's going to be Denver. If it doesn't happen tonight, then who knows? The, the best quarterback Denver's ever drafted is Jay Cutler, because
1: they didn't draft Elway either. Uh, they <laughs> always bring in guys. Like Plummer they brought in, he was good. Peyton Manning, obviously. Uh, yeah. Can I can I say something about this draft right now? I hate when this happens in the drafts, and it always happens. All right, the Jack the Jags are on the clock. We're like what five minutes into their clock. Mm-hmm. What are they waiting for? What are they waiting? They kn- <laughs> we know who they're taking. They they decided this months ago. The clock should start, and they should just submit their pick so we can all get on with our
2: lives. Well, they can't have all the drama, and they can't you know have the show as long as they want and. You know they're gonna put this pretty girl up on the screen that they're gonna draft, so they <laughs> you know they gotta wait a little while to kind of make the drama happen. Yeah, no, it's in, it's in every sport. It happens in basketball too, but it's
1: like, come on, they know who they're picking. They make the thing.
4: Well, my actually it or not, my bigger complaint isn't the Jaguars. My bigger complaint is the Lee. We're gonna start this at eight o'clock. Drafters at eight o'clock, and it's about. 15 minutes before they even put anybody on the clock. Almost 20. That's annoying to me.
1: Yeah, I got a I got a text from somebody that said, I already missed the virtual drafts. Just start this
4: already. <laughs> you know, come on, just, just get it going. <laughs> but you're right. Like Jacksonville Jacksonville knows who they want. We think the Jets know who they want. Unless teams are calling you off for the moon, what, what's the deal? Well,
2: if they yeah. didn't do it this way, they could do the whole draft in a day. And that would be great for the fans, but it wouldn't be so great for the TV ratings and the advertising and all that stuff. So that's why they draw this out. I mean, it's obvious.
4: Hey, and here you go. Your Broncos draft history: Brock Osweiler, second round, fifty seventh overall in twenty twelve. Uh, Tim Tebow, first round, twenty fifth. That was your boy, wasn't it, there, Steve?
1: My guy. Hey, Timmy, back. you hear the news? Yeah. Do you... Go back up, Trevor Lawrence.
0: No, no, tight. he worked as a tight end.
1: I know. I, yeah, Come t- on. T- t- listen, I'm all for it. He uh, <laughs> should have done this seven years ago, but like, that's my guy. I'm, I'm all in for him.
4: Okay, Jay Cutler. You, you had him first round level overall. That was, one, that was your guy. He's the best one. Brian Greasy, third round, 91st. You know, Greasy was a pretty good quarterback. Greasy wasn't bad.
1: I think Cutler was definitely better, though.
4: Hey, hey, Tommy Maddox, 1992 draft. You might not remember him, nor I know, will
1: I'm, I. I I remember the XFL man. He's a former MVP,
4: Gary Kubiak. You're old. I mean, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, geez, that's obvious.
4: I mean, and you've you've been around a lot of football. That's that's a, that's a positive side of it. Gary Kubiak, 1983 draft, eighth oh, yeah. round, one nine. Remember him, John Huffnagel <laughs> Fourteenth no, round.
2: I remember that too.
4: You remember him. <laughs> I remember. I wasn't even trying to go there. Here you go, Al <laughs> Pastrana, 1969 draft. You need to tell me over the course I don't of the remember entire that one. The, over the course of the Broncos' history, they've only drafted eight quarterbacks. Holy crap! That is an organization of g- hot garbage drafting quarterbacks.
2: You wow. can't tell me that Elway's Not salivating Right now
3: Just Oh to there be, is the I contenders
2: At Aaron Rodgers Oh the pick is in And they're clapping Urban Meyer out there clapping
3: About time
2: uh, I don't know I'm watching It on ESPN so and By the way while I watch watching, just, just to, You know
4: a little bit of over Under us put this down in history how long does
3: urban minor last in Jacksonville? Predictions guys
2: uh well, it's he's got to win so
3: i'll I'll give
1: him four years um I feel like he always like- re- i feel like he's retired nine
2: times so,
4: like, yeah,
2: I, I i'd say I'd say three or four
4: and you guys kind of beat me to the punch. I should have answered first. I was gonna go general and go less than five, but that means all, fo- all three of us are saying he won't last five years there.
1: I don't know if I necessarily what? think it's because he's going to be bad, but like, I feel like I, I, he doesn't strike me as a guy who like, comes in, he's going to be there forever. Um, he's older, he, you know, he's had health issues. Even if he doesn't, like, um, I mean, obviously, if they start building like a dynasty, he'll sit there for a long time. But I don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't necessarily know if he's going to be bad, though, either. I'm, I'm very curious to see
4: how he does. I mean, that's the thing, though. Is I don't necessarily think it's it's you know there's Trevor Lawrence, number one overall pick going to Jacksonville. Did anybody here even remotely ever think that was ever going to be different than that? No. Nope. No. Trevor Lawrence, six foot, almost six foot six, two thirteen. Um, he's regarded as, as by far the the best quarterback in this draft overall. Uh, what
3: are your views on Norm? Uh, the first quarterback
2: I've ever seen that looks like a woman. <laughs> there. Back, back no. Oh I live, uh, I live close to, uh, Clemson. In fact, I'm about five miles from Clemson right now. Uh, obviously he's a good quarterback. He's very mobile. He's smart. He's got a good arm. Uh, I I, I think he's a good fit for Jacksonville. He'd be a good fit for just about any team. If he can stay healthy and uh, you know, I think he's probably the best quarterback in the draft. So, you know, if you're going to take a quarterback at number one, he would be the one I would have taken. Steve. Uh,
1: listen for you guys and all the listeners. know, I am not the uh, the draft expert here. I'm going to let you guys speak to the <laughs> prospects, but I mean, by all accounts, whichever Lawrence, you know, I've said, I've, He is one of the few players I watch playing college. You know, he's a baller. He has been projected to be the number one pick in this draft for like over two years, and so the fact that he made it here, you know, it doesn't happen with every guy projected like that. Matt Barkley didn't happen. Jake Locker didn't happen. Trevor Lawrence, it did happen. He he's lived up to the hype and then some. You know, it's he's probably will be the best quarterback the Jags have ever had, even if it doesn't go as well as we think it will. But I, it's a new day in Jacksonville for. Not to use the cliches, but I mean, it's, it seems like a home run.
4: The only thing I would think of, though, is when he was at Clemson, he had every kind of weapon imaginable for him for the college level. And going to Jacksonville, he's not going to have that. It's going to be almost an empty closet. They went and got Marvin Jones. Yay. I mean, they got some players. I mean, they, I mean they're not come on.
1: they're not at the Rams, but James Robinson I like. Laviska I think, is going to be a, a good player. I think Urban will use him well. Uh, Marvin Jones, like you mentioned, is is solid. He he fills a role. We all wanted him, uh, so we can't we can't knock him like that. We all would have loved him on the Rams. And uh, you know, DJ Chark's not bad. He's a decent player.
4: It could be worse. There are worse. I'm not knocking place. them. I'm not knocking individual players. I'm talking about the core group you have overall. They're not they're not game breakers. There's, there's nobody there that's going to bail him out. Game after game, play after play.
3: Well, let's not forget they have another first-round pick. Uh, he, I, you know for a second I had to think about who the first-round pick was from,
1: but I know damn well who it's from. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Gee, where'd it come from? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for, for. yeah. Uh, hey,
1: yeah. Talking if they if they go receiver yeah, in this it. draft, I don't think.
2: I mean, uh, this is our. This is our third year of picking Jalen Ramsey number one, isn't it?
4: I believe so. And then next year our first round pick will be Matt, you know, Matt Stafford.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. Crazy. Man, this was supposed if, to be Rams, it though. If the Rams keep making the playoffs and they keep winning, I, I don't care. Um if they don't make the playoffs and don't keep winning, then I have a problem with it.
3: Well you my I think my I don't know how uh I don't know how you
4: view this. Steve, my views on this have changed quite a bit. I used to be hardcore. um, I used to be really just hardcore, hardcore, hardcore against
3: the Rams trading these picks away. But then we look back at how they developed these guys. And I appreciate it. Well, the one thing they do have going for them is they... They draft pretty well
1: in the later rounds. You know, it, it, it seems like they find at least one player on day three who's really productive every year. And, you know, one player doesn't sound like that big of a deal. But, like, on day three, you know, Jordan Fuller was, is a stud out of the sixth round. Half the sixth round picks play for, like, one or two years, if that, and then fizzle out. So you trust them because they, they've proven they can make good picks in the later rounds. And also, you know, when you have... A, like literally one of the best football players ever in his prime uh, in Aaron Donald. When you have the pieces the Rams have, I'm all for continuing to push the chips in and keep that window open. Because as we know all too well, when the window closes for a championship, it closes quickly and you could have all the damn first round picks in the world. That doesn't mean it's going to reopen. You know, it took us almost 20 years to get the window to reopen after it shut. So it's I'm for it. Um, and and the players they've gotten are good, assuming Matthew Stafford, you know, is still good, which he was last year.
3: I I just I think he'll be I think he'll be better next year. I think I think Matt Stafford will be better than he
4: was in the last couple of years in Detroit. I
2: agree.
4: I mean, I mean, I
2: think it depends. They better get some more offensive linemen to protect him, or he's going
3: to be running around. Explain.
2: Uh, right now, the Rams' offensive line is weaker than it has been in a, quite a while. So they better get some offensive linemen in this draft that can play right away, is my thought. So they better sign some free agents that can.
4: I, mean, I think, well, that's the thing. Is, if we haven't even talked about this as a group here, where are the Rams going? Where are, in this draft, to me, there's a couple definitive needs, offensive line being one of them. And yet every year it seems that we say, okay, there's definitive needs
3: here. They go off and do Rams kind of stuff. And it usually works out for them, by the way. What do, what do they do tomorrow? Yeah. Well,
1: I, I uh, think it's going to be offensive line. Um, I don't know if that's personally where I'd go. My listeners know I, Really want them to take an inside linebacker. I know deep down that's not gonna happen because they'd hate the position. Uh, I think it's most likely gonna be in uh interior offensive lineman, a guy who could probably play both guard and center. I could see them going quarterback, cornerback if uh if a guy they like falls. Uh beyond that, you know, edge rushers in play. I'd be a little surprised though. I could also see them trading back. It seems like they might they're looking to
3: trade back as well.
2: Which pick if I go offensive line linebacker, uh Probably corner safety, but uh, I really think their biggest need is is offensive line. They always seem to get decent play out of their linebackers, no matter who they have. They might not be stellar, but they get decent play. Uh, with Brockers being gone, uh, that's going to become more of an important role I think this year. So. I would see offensive line and and inside linebackers being a priority. now. Like Steve said, whether they actually do that or not, I don't know, but that's where I would see their biggest need. I think they need to sign a a free agent, and I haven't looked to see who's available, but they need to sign a free agent center. I think they need to have somebody experienced there, but if they don't, they need to draft one.
1: Sean, Sean McVay said that center, they view it, it's not a position they need to fill. Which almost made me vomit uh, because yeah. it is absolutely.
4: Positive. I just I just saw that line from um, the old Dave Chappelle skit with, with, with James. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. That's what I thought of right there. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Uh, Jets take Zach Wilson from BYU. Um, nineteen nine starts with the, the ESPN screen is showing actually nineteen nine eleven and one last year. Uh, any thoughts on Zach Wilson?
3: Anyone?
2: Exactly what I expected.
3: That, that doesn't seem to surprise anybody. Well, the, I mean, the league's going mobile.
1: Uh, clearly, it's much more valuable to have a quarterback that can move. Zach Wilson, by all accounts, can move very well. Uh, you know, he's, he's a dual-threat quarterback. He's, you know, I mean, I don't know if you guys would agree or disagree. He seems like he has maybe the highest ceiling of the quarterbacks left. Maybe Trey Lance is a bigger one, but he's even even riskier. So, I mean, the, the Jets are, if, if you're going to move on from Sam Darnold, who's, you know, might be okay, uh, you, gotta, you gotta shoot for the moon, and it seems
4: like that's where they're gone. Um, I'm probably biased. I would say Justin Fields is the highest ceiling, if I'm honest.
1: No, and that's
4: Well, that's I mean, expected from you. But he's, all, he has, he's got all the, the physical tools. Height, weight, speed. He's got the arm. I mean... That's why I would say the highest ceiling. He's got everything that you would need. He's tough at the pocket, tough out of the pocket tougher people thought it would be. So I have a hard time saying right, well, the difference.
2: The, the 49ers are up, so who are they taking? Uh, hopefully not Justin Fields. I <laughs> <laughs> keep saying that. So can, can I ask you guys
1: a question? Like, there, There's obviously been a lot of back and forth. Because I don't know what I think is the answer to this question. Do you think they made this trade – genuinely not knowing who they were
3: going to pick at this pick? (sighs) That's a good question. Yeah, because I I don't know. Like,
1: it seems insane that you would do it and not know who you're going to pick. But at the same time, you know, if you're scouting room sitting there like, well, we think four quarterbacks can be franchise quarterbacks here, then you probably still make the trade so that nobody can jump you. But I don't know. It still seems insane, even if that was your mindset.
4: I, I just want to point this out, and I think fewer people have been willing to really say this than than that really needs to be said. For all the good things the foreigners have done with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch up there, I mean, they they've acquired a lot of talent. Defensive line is one of the, the nastiest. The front seven is one of the nastiest in the league. It's it's the reason why they they keep knocking the Rams down, but. The one error they keep botching up in my view is quarterback. And they they, they went and got their guy, right? Jimmy Garoppolo and, and he worked out for one year, but you find out more and more. When people said Jared Goff was a system
0: guy, well you find out well guess what? Jimmy Garoppolo's a system. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Guy, too, and he needs all of his little,
4: little pieces of equipment there, all of his little tools um, to really make things work. And when people got hurt and he got hurt, you saw what happened. So, in my view, the four years just can't seem to get it right with the quarterback, they haven't got it right with the quarterback since Kaepernick. And Kaepernick was great for a couple of years, and then after that, they couldn't figure anything out. I So, Steve, to answer your question, it wouldn't shock me if they figured, well, there's there's four or five first-round quarterbacks there. Let's just go with the pick, and we'll decide later. Because they don't really seem to know what they're doing right now with quarterback.
3: Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends,
4: whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history.
2: Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.
3: I think they're going Mac Jones. I hope they do.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. <laughs> I, I think that's the safest bet for him, and I, I, it's just kind of where I see him going, uh, and I would hope they go there. I'd rather see him go there than um, Justin Fields, not for the same reasons as Derek, but... Um, that's, that's what I've been kind of thinking all along. I, it, so far it's gone exactly how I thought it would. I'm hoping that continues. I think, uh, Mac Jones is a fit for what they want. Uh, the thing that got me was when they introduced him in the pre pre draft ceremony. Uh, he looked like Jared Goff when he was walking down there. Just, it was weird when I saw him, I was like, God, he looks like Jared Goff, the way he was walking and acting and all that stuff. So. uh We'll see. I, 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 that's my prediction. You know, Mac, Mac
1: Jones, he's, he seems like, you know, we mentioned Zach Wilson might have the highest ceiling. Mac Jones seems like he has the lowest ceiling out of these guys. And for a team with Jimmy Garoppolo, who's, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think he's very good, but he's definitely a top 30 quarterback. You know, he's at the very minimum good enough to be a starter. Like, you already have him in the building, you know. I would sh- I would shoot for the moon with this pick. I feel like he's a safe pick, and I feel like if you're going to move up with a quarterback who, like, already, like, has gotten you to the Super Bowl, you know, it's not that bad. He's not that good, but I feel like you've got to shoot for the moon, like, and go with one of the other two guys over Mac Jones, but I don't think that's going to happen.
2: Well, they may take a big risk and go after the North Carolina, or North Dakota State kid, so. oh,
4: well, the pick's and in already. So I, mean, I would I would say this too when it comes down to the when we had you know a couple of the four guys on last year for pre, for game previews, they just weren't sold that Garoppolo was that guy. They didn't believe he had the arm strength that he was uh, really making decisions fast enough for what was needed. Just wasn't the guy, and that and that, so that to me, it kind of caught me off guard because. Whenever we'd see the media, Garoppolo, 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 yeah! And all of a sudden, you see these guys are changing their minds, and and they're giving you decent reasons for it. Everything they're talking about, you see on TV. Garoppolo does well in certain situations, and in other situations, you know, like when he's forced to go deep into a deep game, he he doesn't do it. So, uh, it doesn't surprise me as much as I would think it would. But you know, I, I think Garoppolo would be a great fit back in New England
3: if. They keep that staff together the way they want, but I wouldn't want to go back there if I were him. Well, there's there's
1: only so many starting quarterback positions, man. There's 32 NFL starting quarterback positions, and for Jimmy Garoppolo, if he wants to start in the league, like he, his options are going to be limited. Aaron Rodgers can go wherever he wants. Jimmy Garoppolo, there's only I, you can count on one hand the number of places it would make sense for him to go and start. And it's not many, and New England is one of them.
3: hmm Here comes a pick now. Are you seeing Trey Lance? You guys are go? Here you go. It's, I think it's going to be Mac. I think my broadcast is a little behind your guys'. Mine is. Trey Lance. Derek's going to give us the spoilers. I'll Trey
2: Lance, left. North Dakota State. Uh, okay, so I figured if they didn't go Mac Jones, that's where they go. So
1: I, I there, was like a, it.
2: there was a lot of pressure on them too. So over this pick. So what are your, what are your thoughts here, moon, man? uh
3: it,
2: I think it's a big risk, but you know, it, I, I think it's a far better pick for them than Mac Jones. Uh, I thought they'd go Jones, but I think. This kid can be developed into something special if they're willing to take the time to do it. And and,
1: and they have, like, you know, if they don't trade Jimmy Garoppolo, he doesn't have to play this. You know, they've won with Garoppolo. uh, You know, for all our knocks on, like, Jared Goff as well, like, we still won with Jared Goff last year. Uh, Yes, it's better if you get another guy in the room, but if they really like this guy long-term, if they could think he could be legit, which, like, seems like most teams do, the way he was getting projected, even if he's going to take a little time. Play Jimmy this year and give him a year to really learn and, and adjust. And maybe he comes in at some point through the year. But I, I think if you're going to trade up, you got, you got to swing for the fences. And Matt, and Matt Jones is bunting.
4: Like, this is, this is a better pick. I agree. <clears throat> you know what? I guess I'm, I'm going to be different here because I don't know that I agree. I don't know that I disagree either. Here's the thing. Lance played one game last season. One game in the fall season, opted out. He's a redshirt sophomore. We hadn't seen much of him really on the field in now a year and a half. What does that really mean for his career in terms of growth? He's playing at, a, at an FCS school um, and I'm just thinking sure, he might have the raw all the raw talent there, but There's gonna be a pretty big learning curve for him. And what we're talking about what's best for for him, what's best for the 49ers. Well, the 49ers, they're kind of built to win now. They're not built to win in the in the couple years it's gonna take to get this guy in there. They're built to win now. They're cash strapped at the cap position. So I'm I'm curious at this decision. Like you mentioned, Mac Jones is more was probably more NFL ready. And that, to me, would, would be a reason to go get Mac Jones, Steve, considering how their roster is built. I just, I do, I wonder how they're going to work it. I always wonder how they're going to work it.
1: Yeah, and for the record, I, I personally would not have traded up if I was 49ers. I don't necessarily think it's a bad decision, but I don't think it's a good decision either. It's, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I don't think it really goes in one way or the other, but... Like, if they would, if they really wanted Mac Jones, you might have been able to get him at 12. He might have been there at 12. Um, so I don't know. Or was that where they were picking 12? Were they a little down?
4: I think it they was, were around 12. Uh, I don't right? remember. It was I think I'm 12.
1: pretty sure they said 12. But either way, uh, I don't know if all five quarterbacks are going to in the top 10. We'll see what happens.
2: Well, this, re- this reminds me a lot of the Carson Wentz thing, you know, smaller school, uh, you know, known but not real well known. People question him whether he's pro ready or not. Um, all those things involved. I think Went Wentz was a better equipped quarterback coming out of the draft than this kid. So it, yeah, I think it's a stretch, but if you're gonna if you if you really knew you wanted this kid, would he still have been available at twelve? Maybe. Uh but I think he's an experiment, and, and we'll see how it turns out. You're
4: talking about 17 starts at a FCS-level school. 17.
3: Right.
4: And, and right. with that, I mean, he has even less experience than Carson Wentz did.
2: That's what I'm saying. It's I like mean, the Wentz experience, but a little worse.
1: I mean, I'm not... A- can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear your thoughts when the Rams draft Quinn Miners tomorrow.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if the Rams go outside the box tomorrow on picks, we're, we're probably going to be throwing some, some things because their needs are so obvious. And yet, how many times have they been right and we've been wrong? We, we, we've been like, oh yeah, they, they messed us up. They messed us up. Two years later, you're like, yeah, you know, they made the right call.
2: Yeah. What I time mean, is I the said
3: on tomorrow? Seven? At the same
4: time, right?
3: I think it's a seven. Just
2: shorter rounds?
3: I'm pretty sure it starts Focus. at seven.
2: But. Oh, okay. well, I was just curious if I'd be back from the lake yet or not. So. Well, will you? I will. Yeah, be, be magical. Magical.
3: <laughs>
4: Should be. I mean, tomorrow for us is going to be our Christmas day. And I'm wondering what's going to happen with where they go. I, mean, I don't... This is, uh, hey, I want to mention this to you, too. Mike and I talked about this on the show. How much does the fact that these guys didn't have person-to-person, you know, they have, they the Rams didn't meet with a whole lot of players in person. They didn't go a whole lot of their pro days. They stayed virtual due to all the COVID stuff a lot more than other teams did. What are your thoughts on their methodology, especially in a year where a large portion of the front office was turned over? heck, a large portion of the co- the coaching staff was turned over. What do you guys think of the way the Rams kind of addressed the draft this year, especially in a year where limited players play limited games?
1: Well, I mean, like I feel like an in person interview. You know, you could, you could as we've learned over the past year, you're going to hear the same shit over video call that you're going to hear in person. Uh, it's the most important part of the process, I think, is the tape, and I think you you can educate yourself the most off of watching these players play. Yeah, there's some stuff you're going to get at the Combine, and there was no Combine this year, so that's certainly a wrinkle, and that might benefit to the Rams because they pick better later on than early on anyways. Uh, maybe some guys who would have been Combine heroes never shot up because there was no Combine. But I, I don't think it should drastically affect your process that much, not being there in person.
3: But then again, I am not a scout. So <laughs> I take that with a grain of salt. This is my opinion. No <laughs> I was just looking at the picks. Was Cincinnati number five?:
2: Yeah, since he's five. I, I thought, okay, I, I missed the order earlier. I don't know that it's really going to affect anything. I agree with Steve. you know, me being a film junkie, when I really want to research somebody, I, I watch hours and hours and hours of film. I rewind the same plays over and over and over again. I look for different things. They they do that on steroids in the
3: NFL game. Uh,
2: I know that it's necessary to go to a pro day or meet with a player face to face. You know, combine maybe uh, you can tell if they're as fast as they might look on on the field. But really, how they play on the field makes a difference. So I, I don't think it's as big, you know, that big of a deal at all. So, just jump in real quick. The Falcons take Kyle Pitts from Florida.
4: Highly, highly ranked. A tight end at number four. Um, with all the means the Falcons have, they still win at the tight end. That tells you really what people think of him, really. Six foot five, almost six six. He's um, pretty much a star. I mean, there's no way around yeah, I it. Don't so. Think-
1: I don't think there's been a more revered tight end like in, since I've been following football. How, went, how high have tight ends got drafted? I mean, he's got to be one of the highest.
3: Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I want to say well, Winslow was taken I think around six. Winslow the second.
4: Uh, yeah, he, yeah. He was and Shockey was with- taken pretty high but Pitts at four.
1: And you got to factor, and he's the first non-quarterback off the board. Yeah. So I mean, essentially, he's the best non-quarterback in the draft to be grading out. And I, I think it's a good pick. I like it. I'm glad that didn't go quarterback. You know, Matt Matt Ryan is he's not perfect, but you have him, and you have Julio Jones. And if you're not planning on trading either of those guys, then yeah, attempt to compete. I don't think the Falcons are really built to win, but. Either get rid of both of those dudes and start over or you know, keep building around them. I and mean, Kyle Pitts you know, is not going to wreck them long-term either. You know, this is a guy who, if next year they move on from Matt Ryan, it's going to be great to have this dude in the building.
4: Why didn't they move on from Matt Ryan this year? He's 37 years old. They're rebuilding. They're going on getting Matt don't, Ryan don't, weapons. Why didn't they go out there and just get a quarterback?
1: I don't think it would have been the wrong decision to move for Matt Ryan this year, but if they were to move on from him, they should have done it already. You know what I mean? Like people are trading for quarterbacks, clearly. They could have gone for something from him a couple months ago. Julio Jones, I don't know how bad he wants to be there. If you're if you're gonna rebuild, get rid of both of those guys, but they're both still there. And, you know, if you have you never know what could happen in the NFL. You know, they have enough players in offense to where If everything goes right, they could find themselves in the playoffs and maybe even make a little noise. I don't think anyone predicted them to make the playoffs and have an MVP quarterback the year. They did anyways.
4: I mean, they still have Calvin Ridley there. You're going to add Ridley, Jones, Pitts. I'm sending these names on TV right now. Matt Ryan, your quarterback. That's 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 a skill offense right there. Don't get me wrong, but, you know... They're also their caps hit hard. Their defense is never going to be what they need it to be. They have other issues as well. I just I wonder. You know, Ridley's still young. You can probably get a rebuild with him in there. Why now? You know, but I mean, so at six foot five. They're showing his his four year time on TV at a four four, a four four tight end.
1: There it is, dude. The the highest tight end drafted since nineteen sixty.
4: Yeah. I mean it's it's bananas to get that kind of guy, but I, even then, I mean, it has to be just the fact that he's that good. I can't see any other reasoning when you're rebuilding to not go get a new quarterback in there or build fundamentally an offensive line. So I mean what the or Freeman when we talked to him, or if we talk to somebody else for the Falcons.
2: Any any thoughts there, Norman, Kyle Pitts? Well, I mean he he's the best tight end in the draft and if you if you're not gonna move on and start to rebuild like you guys are saying, then you know, why not give Matt Ryan a, a another good target to throw at as a safety valve? So and even more so, he's a he's a weapon, not just a safety valve. Um you know, and maybe Atlanta didn't like the quarterbacks that were available where they were gonna pick and they weren't willing to move up higher than that. So, you know. Atlanta seems more Docile In the draft to me than a lot of Teams so that would explain To me why they went this direction Um, You know now since he's on the clock I I keep waiting to
3: see where Where my boy Penny Sewell's gonna go Might be going here That's what I'm thinking Gotta protect Joe Burrow Let's see who might be going there I mean, thus
4: far this draft's been is it set to say predictable?
1: Yeah, yeah Lance. Only Trey Lance the... Trey Lance was a little toss up y, but yeah, quarterback there. It's no surprise yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah, in my top five in my top five, everything's gone according to plan except for uh Trey Lance and I had him as my second option for the for the Niners, so it's not, not that far off.
4: I mean it's pretty much what a lot of the mocks people mocked out, but and I don't know how I feel about that. I'm, I'm used to like drafts that go bananas, and everybody's like, Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And instead, we're like, oh, Okay, yeah, let's talk some other stuff for football.
1: Well, it, I mean, we'll see the next 10 picks. I mean, it was pretty obvious what was going to happen. You know, we knew the first three picks were going to be quarterbacks, we pretty much knew who two of them were going to be. Um, it seemed like we'd known that for months. We pretty much knew it seemed likely Atlanta was going Kyle Pitts, but I mean from here on out it should be pretty interesting.
2: Yeah, I, I think the interesting part of the of the first round is going to be
3: the next five to six picks. I'm um, I'm interested in seeing what happens with, with uh the quarterbacks. Like, where does Matt, where does
4: Mac Jones fall? Where does Justin Fields fall? I'm pretty curious. And and by the way, if you're if you're looking at social media right now, Josh Gordon. Is the talk? Um, he's trending. There's a free Josh Gordon sign on the NFL network telecast, <laughs> and <laughs> it's painted in orange. And note the draft is in Cleveland, this is where it all started for Josh Gordon. So I flat, I'm kind of getting a kick out of that, and I'm not building getting a kick out of it.
1: Uh, I was a Josh Gordon believer for so long,
3: and the guy was so stinking good and just couldn't couldn't get together. Couldn't get together. And now what? Free Josh Gordon sign. For the win. <laughs> oh, man. Norm, you got anything there? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll bleed the
4: fifth on that one. You'll pass. All the stories here, thus far, the Raiders are trending on on social media right now. Not sure why. Oh, the wish list. Cool. Yeah, you mentioned. It. Here it is the official one. According to the wish list for Aaron Rodgers is the 49ers, Raiders, Broncos. We well, want he wanted the 49ers, the Raiders. You know, years ago, doesn't surprise me. Uh, let's see
2: here. Well, he's he's from Cal, so yeah, yeah. You know, he's a, a kid. He he wants to be closer to home, and uh,
3: you yeah, know, we'll see.
2: I still think. If 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 he moves this year, it's gonna to be to Denver, in my opinion.
4: Now take this with a grain of salt pro football talks noting. Uh, source with knowledge of dynamics says Aaron Rodgers could be could indeed be traded this weekend. The question's where. Um, but it's pro football talk. So yeah. Um
1: Well, I mean he could be traded this weekend. Could be I could win the lottery this weekend. Like
4: uh, <laughs> I think if least trade he's traded tonight.
3: Where the first-round draft picks are out of there. That's why I think... I
4: don't
1: know.
3: I don't think he gets traded this week, but this is just me guessing. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't see otherwise. Let's see. They're already doing the mocks with with Aaron Rodgers in Mm -hmm. Raider colors. They have Derek Carr in... uh, Riot Vests. Yeah, this is great. Eric. Riot Vests. Poor guy. So.
1: <laughs> Jamar Jamar Chase to the Bengals. Wow. And that, listen, as a T. Higgins, Dynasty fantasy football owner, let me tell you, this does not please me.
4: Jamar Chase is a highly rated receiver coming out of LSU. He did opt out of the season last year. Oh, uh, and uh he knows his quarterback pretty well.
3: just want to point that out. This makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, except <laughs> he got sacked what thirty two times last year and ended up getting hurt. It seems to me like they really needed offensive line, but th- this I mean, this gives them a target, so
3: Well, I mean, have having-
2: uh,
1: I don't know, man. They, this is like, feels like one of the only positions they didn't need to draft this year, so they must love Jamar Chase.
4: Well, remember, AJ Green's AJ Green's gone, right? Remember.
1: Yeah, so. but T. Higgins like, is going like, to, it seems like he's going to be a stud uh, by what we saw last year, and Tyler Boyd is good. So, you have two guys. I mean, you've got to be real high on this guy. They, I, I would hope, because they need, you know, they're not good. They're not doing anything this year. They probably, I would think, just went best player available, and they probably love this dude.
4: Like well, I think they're going to go offensive line, you know, throughout much the rest of the draft. But it makes sense to me. Joe Burrow's the guy that he played what they know him.
3: They were they made magic together at LSU. I can't think why they wouldn't try to repeat the same thing again. But yeah, Joe Burrow,
4: the, he did get the crappy out of him this year.
2: Poor guy. Yeah, he did. It seems to me like it's it's been trending more and more and more every year that offensive linemen are getting drafted later. Like you see a lot of the top offensive linemen go, you know, 15 to 25 instead of 1 through 15. It used to be you could see, you know, I could say like Orlando Pace and a few other guys, but you'd see them them go real early. But it doesn't seem to do that much anymore.
4: I think it still happens, but it has to be like the the absolute no brainer. Like for the Rams, like for Jason Smith and Greg Robinson, there's been a lot of busts like that in the last ten years. This is why I don't care that they're trading the first round picks.
3: No, you I mean, that, that's Jason.
4: What, Jason Smith. Uh huh. Yeah, that, but that's that's their philosophy now. Their their philosophies. We're not going to. If we can get a guy, with first round talent, at first round
3: picks are, you know, they're, they're crapshitty as they are, and then go get the guy you need. Makes sense. Proven over risk. Proven over risk. Jalen Ramsey. I mean, do the Rams do what they do defensively this year without Jalen Ramsey? I don't think so. Oh no! No! No way! No!
1: And that—that that was a trade that after year one, it looked like. Well, we'll see. And then, no, after last year, a home run deal.
3: Uh, no, I mean, I yeah. every time.
4: It, it, it blows my mind there were people, even to this day, who still will say that the Rams lost that trade. You do lose that trade. You got a guy who's going to be shut down corner for five, six years.
1: No, yeah. And I, I wouldn't sit here and say Jacksonville lost it either. No. But there's no, it was not a bad trade for the Rams by any means. It was clearly the right decision.
4: The problem with what the Rams did was the Rams have made some other questionable decisions, so it made that decision look like awful. Marcus Spears didn't work out for him. Why did, why did they get Marcus Spears not using the way he's meant to be used? That's on them. So they make a couple of bad decisions here and there, Then only make a good one, because they've already made the battles before. Question marks. Question marks.
1: Yeah, that, I, I'm curious, how, I mean, how do you guys feel about no, to come back to the draft. I I love that Miami traded back, but then they traded back up and gave up a pick in next year's draft to move up.
3: Uh, what did they move up? 6 spots. Uh let's see, what, I mean Yeah, they move they traded
1: back, got two first round picks for it, then traded back up and gave up one of those fifth round picks. Uh or first round picks. So I mean, let's see what they go here. I I'm curious why they felt the need to move back up.
4: Well, they had they had draft capital. I mean, they had yeah. a lot. They have a lot of draft capital to mess around. Yeah, and, and so they can take those risks.
2: I I think. Well, they still have two picks. They still have two picks in the first round now. So yeah, that's a, that's a good point.
3: They got an extra pick next year too.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're I'm not I'm not trying to question them. they're doing a great job building that team. But, which is rare to say for the Miami Dolphins uh, throughout the last 20 years. But, uh, I, well,
2: we'll see. we'll see after this pick if I agree with you or not, but yeah, I think they're <laughs> but, trending in the right direction. I mean, not to totally call you
4: out, Stephen, aren't you kind of sort of questioning them? I mean, you brought it up.
1: I am, yes. I, I guess I am <laughs> <really> questioning them. <this. laughs> but, but uh, I, I, well, it's, you know, I question some things the Rams do. But I still sure will have full faith in our team and I, I have faith that the Dolphins know what they're doing. But like, you know, people on Twitter, whenever we criticize the Rams love to go They're the GMs for the reason. It's like, yeah, very smart people also make mistakes, you know, like very far minds, very smart football minds make bad picks. Less need a guy we all revere wrapped at Tavon Austin at eight and Greg Robinson at two. You know, like they, they're not perfect, even if they're way better at it than anything we could imagine doing.
4: Wide receiver Jalen Waddell for Alabama going to the Dolphins. Okay. They needed him. They needed that weapon. It took, but at 5'9 and yeah. a half, I see that, though. I'm thinking,
2: man, these smaller receivers are. They got, got an Alabama quarterback.
3: But it's a small receiver.
4: I mean, they need a number one guy. So I'm well,
1: Parker. You know, he's not. I, he's not an elite receiver, but I think he might be one of the thirty best receivers in the NFL. And you add a, this guy, um, Jalen Waddell. I don't know why I call him this guy. You know, I, I think they they must feel comfortable with Parker being, you know, the big body that they could bring in. This guy is the
4: smaller option. I love the NFL Networks um, visual says ludicrous speed and the thinking about space balls <laughs> Dang, ludicrous speed. Just to back up a little bit here on um you talk about the Rams and, and decisions they've made. Well look at the Rams and decisions they've made. I think if there's a reason to question it, it's them is it is now because they've turned over so much of the department that made you know helped make a lot of these decisions that panned out for the positive. And now all of a sudden here they made all these different moves, they've had a couple of cash dumps, you know, the last couple of years where they, they went, you know, last year with all that. This year, too. This year, too. The deadline they're taking on.
3: I consider a problem in that respect that um, I consider a huge problem, actually. And we lost Norm, by the way. Did you know that? I just saw. Yeah. I mean...
1: You know, you can think people are smart and still question mistakes they make. You know, I'm I'm not going to go too far into this, but a problem in the world right now is nobody wants to, like, question their political leaning because they want to assume everything they do is right and the other thing they do is wrong. It's not worth being a sports fan and rooting for the Rams and sitting here and saying, I like the Rams, so everything they do is the right decision. Everyone makes mistakes. Every, you know, great coach and great owner has made a mistake in the mm-hmm. draft. before. So it's, you know... I I trust the Rams. Uh, I hope they make the right decisions. And for the most part, they have over the last couple of years. But that's not to say they haven't made their fair share of mistakes either.
4: And they've been saved by their ability to develop players. So their mistakes have been able to cover. But eventually, that will catch up to you. When you're taking all this dead cap money and making – you have to renegotiate – Contracts out kick the can down the road. In the meantime, if you make too many of these deals where you don't have any first round picks at all, or, and you're signing these guys, and you're picking up with those deals into big money, long term contracts that you it will catch up to you at some point. And it, I mean, they're, they're taking their mess a little bit now.
2: At some point, they'll take their mess again. Norm, what are your thoughts? Yeah, they're kind of paying for it now. Uh, that's why they've had some cap issues and some restructuring to do, and. And things like that but again i still I still think if you can take a a guy who's proven to be a superstar in the league that you think is going to be elite at that position for the next four or five years, you're willing to give up a first round at a sec, you know maybe two first rounds, and in some cases maybe even three but uh like you said, the contracts catch up to you there too and and that's where the rams are at and you know, they're going to be able to not have to pay first round money now for a few years if they don't take anybody in the first round. So if they're patient and they don't try to do this every year, it'll work out. But if they try to continue to do it over and over, then, you know, it's going to cost them a lot.
4: The Detroit pick is in where it's kind of waiting. And yeah, I mean, it's a good, good time to ship your over to Detroit. Jared Goff's there now. Um heck, half the Rams front office is there now. <laughs> I mean Hopefully we saw...
2: to say the Detroit Rams. <laughs> Michael Brockers is there now.
4: Michael Brockers is there now. You know, Norm, a couple of years ago we took a road trip out to Detroit and I I left that place kind of feeling bad for the Lions fans. They they I mean they, they were very kind to visiting fans. They were, they were very classy. It was a nice place to watch a football game. Um uh, when you keep those things in mind, what are you thinking about when you know this Detroit Lions franchise. I
3: mean, I kind of want to see them win. I agree. Uh, you
2: know, I agree. I, Detroit's one of those teams where you've always kind of felt bad for them. Same like Cleveland. You know, and Cleveland's now emerging, and you know you'd like to see Detroit get better, and, and they very well may do that. They've got Jared Goff, who's you know he's gotten the Rams to the playoffs. He's he's a Decent quarterback, and some would say even a, a good quarterback. And then you got Brockers, who is a great defensive lineman. I mean, we wouldn't have gotten rid of him if we could have afforded him. So, you know, I think they're building some, and and, and we'll see what they do here in the draft. And, and I think they've got a shot. You're right. It was a classy place. The fans were great, uh, very friendly to us, and uh, it's a great place to play football. So, you know, I, I'd like to see them have some success. Except for that one... Except for that one drunk dude.
3: I mean, you could, yeah. Detroit, you can see... Uh, you can see,
4: it looks like Brad Holmes now in the NFL... In the NFL, um, in the NFL uh, network draft room for the Lions. They're bouncing them down. They seem pretty happy with whatever pick they took. Of course, we're still waiting.
1: Listen, I hope they succeed. I hope... Yeah, they seem hype. I hope Jared got this well there. But, I mean, you know, historically, this is the worst organization in... Football, if not professional sports, they've won one playoff game in the last like forty years. Like, think about that. We won as many playoff games this year as they've won. I'm, I think this is. I'm 99 percent sure this is true. The Rams have won as many playoff games in the last year as the Lions have won in the Super Bowl era. Yeah, I don't know the stats on that, but it sounds it sounds it's about close, right. At least, you know, if I could say that. It's close because I don't think they've ever made a conference championship game, or if they have, they had a buy and won one playoff game. Uh, All right, there you go. Well,
4: hey,
2: Sewell, tackle Oregon is a Detroit Lion. Well, they they just got better because that's one hell of a hell of an offensive lineman. He uh, he's my boy, Oregon Duck, and uh, I I mean, by draft standards, he's the best offensive lineman in the draft. So. I think he'll be a good player for Detroit for years to come. I think Jared Goff's going to be happy to have him in front of him, And uh, they just got better, in my opinion.
3: Well, tell us more about him. I mean, what makes him as good as he is. Smart, versatile,
2: can block both pass and run. Uh, Very, very strong young man. I mean, he's... uh, Incredibly gifted. I, I've coached a lot of offensive and defensive linemen. I've watched a lot of film on this guy. I've watched him play, and I honestly believe that he's going to have a long career in the NFL and probably um, have a good shot at making it a long ways with the Detroit Lions. What do you mean, you long ways? Like you're you kind of slowed down you there? Are you? Say, you never, you never want to say that. You know, someone's good enough to make the Hall of Fame when they're drafted, but this kid's got potential to to make it as one of the upper echelon offensive linemen in, in the NFL, in my opinion. You know, he's 6'6", 330. He's a big boy, but he's fast, strong, smart. He's got all the tools, and I really think that the Lions
3: made a very smart pick here. I think it was an outstanding pick. Somebody's finally drafted an
1: offensive lineman to protect Jared Goff. What are you trying to say?
4: (laughs) I mean, let's instantly, I mean, tell us. We're instantly right off the bat. Norm, I'm going to kind of put you back on the spot here. In terms of tackles now, I mean, where does he – where does he fit at
3: his position? Like, where, we, where would you rank him right now? Compared, compared to the Rams offensive line.
2: Um, I'd say he's every bit as good as our left tackle we currently have if you don't count our veteran. In other, in other words, uh, and I'm trying to think of the kid's name that we have that backs up um, the big fella. Joe Noteboom. <sighs> yeah, I, I think he's better than Noteboom right now. So, I mean, coming out of the draft, coming out of college, I think he's a better offensive tackle than Joe Nopoom. Well, yeah, I haven't
1: he's, even seen him play, really, and
2: I agree with you.
4: And he was drafted higher than Nopoom was, and Nopoom well, was kind of the guy you developed.
2: Develop. I, I think right now in the league, you could put him at right tackle and he could start. Um, I don't know if he could start at left tackle yet because he's got a lot to learn in that department, you know, NFL being different than college. But he's fast enough. He's got good foot movement. He can move laterally real well. He's a hell of a run blocker. He could honestly play any position on the offensive line other than maybe center, and he could probably even do that, but he's a little big for that. Um, So I think right now you could plug him in at right tackle on any NFL team. Left tackle, maybe if they can coach him up quick enough. But I think year two, year three, he's starting left tackle
3: starting left tackle for the
2: Jared
4: Goff-led position. Yeah. Jared Goff-led. And we all know Jared
3: needs protection. You know, how well do you think Jared does out in Detroit, Norm? Oh, I think he'll do all right. I
2: I don't think he's going to be stellar for a while. They're going to have to build the team around him. And I think this is a good start. Um by taking Sewell, I, I think they're they're basically saying, "Look, I'm willing to I'm willing to do whatever I need to do to make this team better."
3: So we'll see. Let me let me ask you
1: guys a question, and I either of you guys can. Answer. Can you name a wide
3: receiver on the Detroit Lions? Not anymore. That answers my question on how I think Jared Goff's going to do this year.
4: I mean, I I don't know. Um, Let's see. Who's the pick
3: here for the Carolina Panthers? Pick is in. Um, NFL Network just shows a graphic saying
4: the only quarterback they're interested in is Justin Fields. That would be interesting to me.
2: Yeah, that would... That would certainly be interesting. Oh, I mean, you well, know, they 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 were the recipient of Sam Darnold, so
3: yeah,
4: and yeah, I'm,
2: they traded tape tape up. out. Yeah, I went to Denver.
3: Yeah. What are they going to do? Let's see. Hey, and while we're waiting here, just kind of off point here, I was
4: looking at the Detroit offensive line and their coaching staff and everything. And out of curiosity, all, a name came to my mind. And that name was Aaron Cromer.
3: You guys realize no one's hired Aaron Cromer? Hmm. Well, he got, he got fired a little late in like the game,
4: right? Well, no, February late is not too late. Not like, too late, but... I mean, for a guy of his qualifications.
1: Yeah, I... Yeah, well, I mean, he he could probably get hired as an assistant somewhere, but it might be everybody was already staffed up, and you're
3: this not you're probably not
1: going to fire your offensive line coach to hire another guy. No, I don't know. He should have a job though. He, I I, I kind of don't understand Ooh, why no. we fired him.
4: J.C. Horn, South Carolina, goes. I uh, think that's where they take it at. Um, uh, the eight pick there, cornerback. Yeah, makes sense. They need the help. They need the help there.
2: Yeah, they definitely did.
4: And what can you tell us about JC Horn, Mister uh, Living in South
2: Carolina? Uh, I live in North Carolina. Oh, yeah. um, I'm only visiting South Carolina, and uh, I don't know much about him to be honest with you. I honestly, I've seen a lot of mocks,
4: and the mocks have been pretty well, pretty well accurate thus far. I saw a lot of people mocking him to the Panthers, and so this sounds this seems about right. Seems about right, but this first round is taking forever, and uh,
1: <laughs> I yeah, can't... I think it's it's probably the right pick not to go cornerback. I don't think, or sorry, quarterback. I've been switching those up all night. I don't think it would have like trading for Sam Darnold, which I don't think was a bad move for them. It shouldn't eliminate you from drafting quarterback you know, like if they really love Justin Fields and you of them here, you know, still take him, but, um, it gives you options to have a younger guy in there that you think has a chance. Uh, and clearly they didn't think they need to go quarterback. They go cornerback, which you can never have enough cornerbacks.
4: I mean, especially ones that are, you know, of his pedigree, by the way, JC right. that's Joe Horn's son. I mean, that's some NFL pedigree. And, uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm interested in this Broncos pick now for a, number, for a number of reasons. I'm very interested in this Broncos pick, considering the moves they made today, the rumors we've been hearing. Where did they go? Where they need a lot of players? They got a lot of problems. They still have some skilled guys
2: in there. Where would the Broncos go? Well, maybe they take Fields and then trade him for Rodgers.
1: <laughs> you know, I don't think, like, if they're trying to get Aaron Rodgers... I think they definitely shouldn't go quarterback because Packers, for whatever reason, drafted a quarterback in the first round last year. They're probably not looking for another quarterback if they trade Rodgers.
3: How do they well, feel about that they quarterback they drafted last year?
1: Dollar. Yeah, I mean, unless they're in love with Justin Fields, which I'm sure there are a couple teams that are really like him a lot because he was a pretty revered pop prospect for a while. Um, but like, they must have to be really out on
3: Jordan Love to get a young quarterback again. But, I don't even know how sold they are on Jordan. Listen, do the Packers sign Rogers to an extension of what they did if they were sold in Jordan Love? Well, yeah,
1: he's Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why, I don't know what they're doing in any of this. Nothing they've done over the last years has made any sense. But I think they could still like Jordan Love and sign Rodgers to an extension, yeah. Because no matter how good Jordan Love is, he's probably not gonna be better than Aaron Rodgers. And you could be a great quarter like
2: there are <laughs> almost every probably. quarterback in history isn't better. I like that. He's probably not going to be as good as Aaron Rodgers. Let's let's, let's get real. (laughs) Coming off an MVP year,
1: too, you know, when you drafted Jordan Love, uh, you didn't expect Aaron Rodgers to come back and win MVP the following year, even if you thought he was going to be good, right? You're making that pick thinking that, you know, he's on his way, but last year he proved clearly he's got a lot left in the tank, and I think you could still extend him, even if you believe in Jordan Love. Like, you, like, like, Like I just said, you have to really think Jordan Love is going to be one of the all-time greats
3: to move on from Rodgers without him saying he won, which obviously now he is. Is he leaving? I mean, we're coming back to this, but it's going to be hard to move him this late in the game. Like, if you're going to move him, you're going to move him in this... Today, probably. Well, what else did you move him for? I mean, if Denver doesn't take a quarterback here,
1: they will take him at any moment. Uh, I don't think the Raiders are going to draft a quarterback in this draft, and they would gladly take him. Listen, man, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, if he, somebody will trade for him. Somebody. We gave up two first-round picks and Jared Goff to get Matthew Safford, man
3: which is I'm not saying it's a bad trade but somebody's going to get Aaron Rodgers if he, if they if they're trading him I don't, I don't I don't think Green Bay
1: would ever make this trade but the bears would back up every single asset they have in their arsenal to trade for Aaron Rodgers they would probably give them like five first round picks to get Aaron Rodgers man. Andy Dalton, be damned.: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, I think the thing you have to think about, too, is you know a lot of teams would be willing to spend, but he's made it pretty clear he wants to be on the west coast. Do you really want to draft or trade for him if, if you're not on the West Coast, knowing that he may not still be happy, or are you willing to take that risk for a year or two?
1: Well, yeah, I mean if, if you Obviously, you would talk to him before you make the trade, but if you know he's going to be there for at least a year, you uh, probably would still make the deal. You're not trading for Aaron Rodgers expecting a decade of, of play. You know you've know, you know you got a timetable. He's getting up there. He's, uh, I don't think he's going to be like Tom Brady. I don't really think he wants to play until he's 45.
4: Well, well um, something's going on here in Denver, by the way, because I'm sorry to interrupt. They're, sh- the clock's going down. There are guys on the phone. No one's jumping up and down there. Something's going on.
2: Well, I kept expecting to see a, a, a GB, green and yellow GB, pop up over the Broncos' head.
3: We'll see what takes happens. in. I'm curious. Yeah, this is, uh, this is one of the more interesting points in the draft.
1: And, you know, they're not a team that has to go quarterback either. They could keep themselves in play for Aaron Rodgers. And they, I, I don't think they're 100% out on Drew Locke yet. Uh, they're probably getting close to it, but I mean, Drew Luck had some seconds. positives, though, dude. No, yeah, and that's like, and they got Bridgewater. So if they go into their season with their current slated quarterbacks, they're probably not like dead inside. Like they're probably okay the <laughs> <laughs>
3: pick is in. He said dead inside. I love it. <laughs> I yeah, I, I would be very surprised if they went Mac Jones though if they want to go quarterback. Let's see how that ages in the next five seconds.
2: <laughs> well, I think, I think if they're going to take a quarterback, it's going to be Justin Fields just because of uh, Mr. Elway.
3: I mean, Elway has to get this right. I mean, he's been under some heat there for years on a quarterback. Years. Yeah, I think, uh, I feel like they'll kick the can and attempt to get Aaron Rodgers for the next three months. Here we go. The suspense. The suspense Even is killing us. We're behind you, so you're going to break the news to us. Yeah. All right, let's see. All right, it took Pat Sertan, cornerback, Alabama. So Pat Sertan, right. the second.
1: Has there ever been a draft with more cornerbacks or any single position where all the players are just sons of former players?
2: So it's the, the Denver Broncos didn't take a quarterback? They took a cornerback. Yeah, so that might answer a lot of questions right there. I mean,
4: they, they needed a corner, and, he, and this guy's good. Sertan is good. They to, but they
2: need a quarterback, too. <laughs> but they got Drew Locke and Tay Bridgewater there. Yeah, but Teddy Bridgewater's still an experiment.
3: That oh, was Drew Locke.
1: And I mean, like if, if you trot out Drew Locke this year with getting Cortland Sutton back, that offense is pretty loaded. Like, there are a lot of weapons on there. You got Sutton, you got Jerry Judy, you got KJ Hamler, you got Noel Font, you got Melvin Gordon. Those are all good players. I mean, I don't know about like Hamler yet, but players with at least potential. And then Tim Patrick, too, is solid. Like, if, if they go into the season with Drew Locke, he's going to have a very tight leash because you got the pieces are there for you. you got to succeed. Um, but, yeah, like we've all been saying for the last hour, pretty much, keeps the door open for Rodgers.
3: It does. It does. And now the,
4: the Dallas Cowboys are up. And this will probably be our last one for the night. I'm getting tired. I can't much. And uh, watch... Justin Fields gets to trade now, or here comes now, now Mac Jones. <sighs> trade him up. I don't know,
3: but as we're getting ready to shut down here, guys, what are your thoughts? On this first ten picks, this first round thus far. Well, I mean, it's uh, not a, not a ton of surprises, but it's
1: I, I miss the draft, man. I, I love the draft. This was a fun time.
4: Well, I, I can tell you, it's been a little boring. <laughs> Wow. I'm glad we're good company, man. (laughs) No, not you guys. I'm talking about the draft itself.
2: It's been pretty predictable um, for the most part. The the first five picks were pretty predictable. Um, I I mean, it's not very exciting, especially because the Rams aren't drafting in the first round, but... Overall, it was kind of what we expected. So I kind of get what you mean by it maybe being a little boring, but, you know, we'll see. Maybe the Cowboys will do something weird here, and it'll give us something to talk about. <laughs> something to and the load up a little bit.
4: You know, um, I, do, I do miss the days when the Rams picked pick in the first round. I don't miss the days they picked in the first 10, though. I don't miss those days.
1: Well, I guess, I mean, like, a final question here is, the Patriots pick at 15. They're probably going to be the next take team to kick a quarterback. I don't think the Eagles do. The Vikings maybe, but probably not. Do you think anyone jumps up in these next couple picks to go and get like Justin Fields or I guess Mac Jones uh, before one of them falls
2: to the Patriots?
4: You know, I don't know, dude. Hey, are, they, are the Eagles sold in Jalen Hurts?
2: Yeah, that's a good question.
4: I,
1: I think, and I, I mean, I don't know. I think there, you saw enough last year and you have a lot of needs and no cap space whatsoever. I think you give him another year or give him, you know, even a full year and see what happens. Because there was a lot of flashes of really good stuff from him. Uh, I think, like, unless you're looking at Justin Fields and saying this guy is going to be a Hall of Famer, um, let it roll and, and take, take the best player available or whatever you need. Um, I I, I kind of like Hurts. I'm curious to see what happens.
3: What do you say, Norm? <laughs> well, we all know that
2: you want him to go to New England.
3: Dude. Seriously.
4: Oh, it was a trade! Eagles moved up. What do we just say? What do we just say? They traded with the Cowboys. Which the... Are they seriously going to trade the Cowboys? This has to be a quarterback, right?
1: Well, they might just maybe the Cowboys (laughs) hate the Giants as much as the Eagles do, man.
4: I mean, it sounds Uh, insane to say quarterback, but I wasn't too convinced
3: in reading this week that the Eagles were sold on. That they were sold on Jalen Hurts.
1: I don't know if this means that they're taking quarterback, because it is only two spots. Um, And it's not like the Giants were going to take a quarterback. Unless
4: they were also looking to move back. Or the Patriots or somebody else were moving up. Yeah, I guess that's true, too. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I, I, I would genuinely, you know, I know it's a possibility for the Eagles, but I would be surprised if they
3: take a quarterback. Norm? Well,
2: <laughs> it's hard to say. I mean, we, we have no idea where they're sitting with their current quarterback. So, you know, are they. Are they truly believing that he's going to be their starter, or do they go get a better starter and let it be a competition? They didn't have him slated as their starter when they had Wentz, so it's not really a loss to go ahead and take another first-rounder and see if Hurst is their guy or not. Uh, Or they have somebody they just really want, because obviously they moved up. But it wouldn't surprise me if they took a quarterback. Well, they
1: only only gave up a, a third, so... It's two spots it doesn't have to I don't think like you you make this move if you like somebody and you think the Giants are going to take him uh, it could or like you said, Derek, maybe other teams are poking around for a quarterback and you want the quarterback, but I feel like it's not going to be a quarterback.
4: Right? Uh, if it was a quarterback. quarterback i I've seen what they gave up now. if it was a quarterback involved here, the pot's probably higher, only a third round pick plus to, to move down two slots uh if the Patriots are poking around there, I would have thought they would have moved up further. Maybe it's an offensive line they want badly, and they're afraid the Giants will take them. The Giants need offensive line help, too. It is funny. I didn't realize that all three of those
1: teams drafted right next to each other. Because you're like, why would the Cowboys help the Eagles? And it's like, well, you're also hurting the Giants at the same time.
3: It's true. The Giants need a lot but they need receivers and they need offensive alignment. I don't think the Giants need a receiver. Don't think so? Well, with Ken, they got Kenny Gaudy
1: in there now. Yeah. I feel like what that receiving group was missing was like a number one option. Now they have it. Slayton, Shepherd, I mean they're they're all pretty solid. Well,
2: and this goes back to the time thing too. They just traded. So why do they need to be on the clock for 4 minutes? They traded <laughs> right. to get somebody. <laughs> agreed a hundred percent you know who you're taking
4: at this point why yeah
2: i mean mean, we've been on here for an hour and a half already and we're at the 10th pick so (laughs) (laughs) well we could be at the 11th pick
1: if the jags just submitted the pick right away maybe even 12 if the jets did the same thing i like come on because you know you were mentioning the time and the tv thing and everything but like You know this thing's gone four hours no matter what.
4: Just make the picks. Uh, It's unbelievable to me that,
3: like, just start the draft earlier. Like, on time. Just on time. Yeah, like, who who are the concerts for? (laughs) I've been to the draft
1: before. I've been to the first round. I didn't need a concert. There wasn't one. Uh, back when they just used to do it at
2: the same place every year.
4: How long has it been for you? I thought
2: thought it should have been much faster last year with it being virtual.
4: Yeah,
1: right, and it wasn't even... I went to the draft... uh, I went to the first round of the year we drafted Michael Brockers. I shook his hand. I brought a sign that I'm embarrassed about um, hope supporting the Rams drafting Justin Blackman.
3: Oh, my gosh. Thank God.
1: (laughs) No, that did not happen. Uh,
4: so many of us wanted to take Blackman that year, and yes, think.
1: And they would have, but Jacksonville traded up right in front of us. I have no doubt they would have taken him at six.
3: Jacksonville traded to fifth, and we ended up moving back. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness that happened. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. Justin Blackman. Uh. Is he in prison now? He he's been in some trouble. I I don't know if he's currently in prison, but uh, he's had his demons. Sure, that's an understatement. A serious understatement.
1: <laughs> it's a very, yeah, it's a very big understatement. Listen, I hope I hope the man is doing
4: okay. I hope he's living a happy life. I hope he's figured it out. Okay, so Roger Goodell stopping there and having happy social hour with the fan.
3: <laughs> I mean. In the old-looking lazy boy. (laughs) I would love to send that show. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Come on, Roger. Yeah, I got fishing to do in the morning. Come on, guys. Let's get this pick in. (laughs) Devonta Smith is an eagle. Hold on. There it is. Yep. So maybe they did think That's the uh, the Giants were going to take him. It's a home run pick right there. Yeah, yeah, you
2: can't go wrong with it.
3: Well, historically, with the
1: Eagles drafting wide receivers, seems like he's destined for failure. But I, no, I agree. It's <laughs> They're good. saying
4: his NFL comp is Isaac Bruce. There it is. All right, so wide receiver Devonta Smith. That's our top ten. And folks, listen. We gotta go. This is this. Norm's past his bedtime. Steve's got to do whatever Steve does. then Steve's gonna watch the rest of the show. <laughs> 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 and I gotta get, get crazy ready for tomorrow. So, tomorrow night, rounds two and three, we'll have the crew back. Hopefully, Norm will be back. We'll, we'll have Johnny, I think, right? I think we said Johnny. And uh, he's there. I'll be a maybe. There'll be a maybe, and we'll break it down. It's, tomorrow night's our Super Bowl. So we'll see you then. In the meantime, give us a follow on Twitter at TalkRance. Follow me on Twitter at DC Apollo. You can follow Norm on Twitter, but why bother? He's never on. And Steve at... Actually,
2: I'm not on Twitter anymore. Oh, Steve, I told you.
3: And
4: yeah, Steve
2: at Seaver Bear. This. We won't go into why I'm not on Twitter, but I think you know why. So. Is, is it because you were stalked?
4: <laughs> were you stalked? No. Okay.
2: No.
1: I understood Norm.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm almost not on Facebook anymore either, but I I have to stay there, unfortunately. Yeah, well.
4: Alright guys. It's time for today. Have a great one and we'll see you tomorrow.
2: Adios. Bye, guys.